previously on Day Players. You are each masters of your own school. Master Hugh, the High Elf Monk Kensei. Machiel, Mac Midnight. He is a Way of the Shadow Monk, which is basically the ninja subclass. The Human Monk Master, hmm. I've chosen the Way of the Hand archetype, which is just your classic good martial artist. You three masters have gathered together. Yesterday, my disciple Six was attacked by someone in the streets. I hope today that we will be able to move towards finding his killer. An arrow goes whizzing by your ear. Out the front door, you actually see a group rushing towards the door. The one at the front, a Ganassi. They're like a half elemental, half human. That sword that the Ganassi is holding, does it match the puncture wounds on six? Who are you? It doesn't matter who we are. You know what you did. And we're just coming to settle the score. We need to not kill him so we can interrogate him about this fucking sword. Master Midnight, I believe your facilities would be best equipped for extracting information. Well, that's the smartest thing you've said all day. We will jump straight to the School of the Black Moon. Paxton, do you have some sort of special room, let's say, for this sort of situation? Yeah, I I think there's... There are smaller rooms with the same motif where it's very dark and then there's a, you know what, you know what honestly is uh, the end of Blade Runner is where I'm getting a lot of my vibes from. So there's blue shaft of light, really stark, hard to see outside of it. And it's just a smaller room, which could be used for any number of things, meditation, interrogation, training. Yeah. So then what do you do with your captive? Just, so can you describe again what they look like? They're like an elemental? Uh, so they're like a half elemental race. They have like kind of like a, uh, a clay-like brown kind of stone earthy skin tone with very square features, but they have silver eyes. Okay. Mm. Yeah. I, I mean, what do you guys think? I think probably just tie them to a chair really thoroughly. Restrain and ask. And if the asking is not enough, then we may proceed to other less efficient measures. Uh, Master Midnight, uh, do you perhaps have a second chair? (laughs) Yeah, of course we have a second chair. What do you think, we're broke or something? Bronco, fetch us a chair. Bronco bows and quickly turns around and walks out the door. Have we awakened the Ganazi yet? Not yet. Okay, so I'm just going to say to the other guys, be like, I wonder if someone tried to frame us. Or if he's just really confused. It was odd to hear him say something about after what we did. He was also pretty confident that they were going to kick our ass, which means that he's either confused or stupid. So. A difficult task to take on three masters. Master Hugh, when you were up on the roof, did your assailants provide any clues? No. Well, I did ask one of them to stand down, but he said after what I did, he could not. It was as if my actions angered him, brought him to sacrifice his own life in some vain attempts to get back at me. Not just you, but all three of us. Unusual. I haven't done anything villainous, beyond maybe drawing someone without permission. Uh, Have any of you done anything? Sometimes people are annoyed by my mannerisms, but I can't imagine anything else. Listen, I let you inside my school. Don't try and push your luck. I assume that comment was preceded by both of us 
doing the like look at me the sitcom head turn <laughs> if you know what i mean uh-huh. yeah hey listen we got interrupted earlier at the restaurant before i could bring it up but i did a little investigation last night went around some old haunts checked out the city there wasn't much out of the ordinary of this city's nefarious nightlife our mayor is still a corrupt bastard but that's fine i've paid my bribes but i went to our i went back to our old school is it called, is, it's called the Two Punch School? Two Punch School. It's called the Two Punch mm-hmm. School. And we're, uh, we're, we're not changing it. That's that's fine. They tried to change it to the School of the Second Punch, but it didn't ke- catch on. <laughs> exactly. Oh. Oh, one of those is so much cooler than the other. Yeah. But then I went and checked out our old haunt, the Two Punch School. Been closed for years, as I'm sure you two both know. But when I visited this time, I found... The door was ajar, and the dust on the floor was disturbed, as if somebody's been using the old training ring again. Could just be kids breaking in and fooling around, telling each other old stories about old master and the things that went on there before we went on our separate ways. What was the name of your old master? It's Master Fist. Ah yes, Master Fist. Master, <laughs> I've been uh, that one's been percolating for a couple hours. Oh, you now. think hard on that one, Tommy? <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, really, Tommy. I did. <laughs> I was waiting for my chance. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, so I'm gonna fi- I'm gonna finish this monologue. I'm- could just be kids breaking in and fooling around, telling each other tales about the days when Master Fist still ran the school, or it could be something related to this, something more sinister. Intriguing. Ever since the death of Master Fist, I always assumed that no one would want anything to do with the old building. Yeah, his style wasn't, uh, I hate to say it, it wasn't the best. He really only had the one move. I mean, that's why the three of us left, right? Like, oh, I mean, I don't know your guys' motivations, but I definitely left because I felt I could do better on my own. The Ganassi stirs awake. Oh, what? He wriggles against the ropes. Oh, I quickly step backwards into the shadows. Is my chair here yet? <laughs> yeah, where's Bronco? Where is Bronco? Bronco? Bronco opens the door and he's like, I'm, no, no. I'm, I'm sorry, master. <laughs> and I, I turn and I say, Bronco, think. You should have brought this chair without anyone fucking noticing you. I, <laughs> you don't open the door and say, hello. Here is your assassination. You're welcome. I'm sorry, Master. If it if it pleases you, uh, let me at least say that I took it out from under somebody and they didn't notice. It's a, it, you know you know it's right, it's a Master bit, Midnight. It's a little bit redeeming. It's fine. You know what? I'm gonna close my eyes and he can put the chair behind me and I can sit down. How about that? Uh, I'll allow okay, Peter, it. I, close, I close my you, eyes. You close your eyes. Bronco looks over at Master Midnight. I'm gonna. I, I say. Look, I think this is stupid, but for you, it's probably going to be beneficial. Try and sneak the chair underneath him. <laughs> Bronco tiptoes behind Master Hugh. And then he... Ooh, yeah. He silently is able to connect the wooden, the wooden feet of the chair to the stone floor without a sound. I, I, I sit down and I open my eyes and go, Oh, you're... Student's ability always amazes me, Master Midnight. Good save, Bronco. Now that I have the chair, I can begin my work. I 
Master Hugh pulls out some papers, some pens, and paintbrushes, and ink, and starts doing a portrait of the genocide in front of him. The, the, are we going to say genocide now? Is that what it is? Genesee. The Genesee turns to the left. His eyes roll over to you, Master Hugh, and he flutters his eyes a little bit, and he says, make sure you get my good side. Oh, you shouldn't be happy with this. Oh, yeah? A picture is worth a thousand words. Well, these a thousand words won't be good for you. I've seen Master Hugh's unflattering portraits before, and you may wish to brace yourself for the mental anguish coming your way. What's your reputation like? My reputation? Because you're about to gain one. Oh, shit. Uh, Oh, no. Do your worst. I have many students that can replicate this work. Uh, The entire countryside will know your face. Well, they'll know this face. This face? Well, yeah, the one that I give you. Uh, I, I noticed that you have a bit of a broken nose there. Uh, he tries to reach up to his face, but his arms are tied down, obviously. It's not very flattering, and I think I want to accentuate that in your portrait. Uh, additionally, I noticed that... Uh, oh, man, your ears are big. Well, it's a big ears as well. The, yeah. I see. Mm. Playing at my vanity, are you? You are very adept. Not many can recognize my arrogance. Well, I mean, I can keep this sketch, I can keep it to you, I can give it to my students. It all depends on, you know, the next few conversations. Wouldn't you agree, Master Hmm and Master Midnight? Yes, quite. You're blowing my cover. Oh yeah, remember he's, he's invisible? <laughs> Sorry. Master Hmm, I wouldn't just... you agree? Yes. It'll be very difficult to go out in public with that many scars. Alright, fine. What conversations are we going to be having, exactly? Master Hmm, I'm be busy painting. Do you want to take the lead with your questions? Hmm. Certainly. Thank you, Master Hugh. I will, uh, I will just pull out the sword and say, Last night, one of my star disciples was sadly murdered with a weapon whose shape matches this one. I wonder if there's anything you know about that. Well, I can tell you that, uh, I didn't kill anybody last night. Hmm. But I am curious. Tell me, did your student cry when he died? No. Six faced his demise with the calmness and peace befitting a master of the Riverstone School. I guess Six was afraid of Seven. (laughs) Actually, we don't have Seven in our school. It's sort of a whole thing. Oh, I know. I know all about your school. One to ten, no seven, all this waiting and bullshit. What do you have against me and my fellow masters? The Genesee turns his head to the other side, slowly lifts it back up to you, Master Hmm. And he says, oh, I guess you did forget. Why don't we go back and remind you. And now, boys, I would like to experiment something. Would you like to follow okay. me and play in the space? Yeah. Let's play what in the space. Play in the space. Okay. We are going to actually role play a flashback. Cool. Fuck yeah. So we're going to go back to the school where you were all your younger selves before you've become your own unique monk school masters. Mm-hmm. Since this obviously has a predetermined ending to a point, it has to mm. end with 
It has to end with your master dying. We're going back in time. You three are all students at the Two Punch School. And it is currently the group sparring. So, Master Hugh. Actually, I'm just going to call you by your names. You're not masters right now. Yeah. So, Hugh, you are actually sparring with Hmm. And Mac, you are actually sparring with a female Genesee. Okay. 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 How do we look different? Oh yeah. Yeah. Why don't you guys say how you look and then I'll give you I'll give you a little bit more. Well, I guess I'm an adult elf. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> With a short dark hair. <laughs> and uh, I don't know, a clean ghee. <laughs> Great. Nice. Great. Yeah, you're all in your you're all in your school uniforms like it's like it's anime. Yeah, yeah of course. Uh, hmm is in, in in modern day he's extremely thin but back in the day he's a little bit tubby he likes to chill out and just relax okay yeah. so uh yeah he's strong but you know he's got he's got a little little padding okay uh mac Ma- Maciel, i think he just looks like 11 from season one of stranger things you know <laughs> okay yeah yeah he's got the dark hair but it's buzzed very short and yeah uh, we're like 15, so still still pretty skinny, trying to trying to beef up. Not there yeah, yet. Exactly. Yeah. So master uh, master fist is uh, presiding over this training session. Everyone is sparring in pairs, but he is walking along the perimeter, kind of drill sergeant ish. He's got his hands behind his back. What does uh, what does master fist look like? I'm imagining a guy who is jacked, but. He skips leg day. <laughs> oh, <Yes>. absolutely. <laughs> Two punch. Okay. <laughs> so master master fist is wearing the same sparring gi that you all wear, uh, yeah. except he has torn the sleeves off to show his two massive arms. I'm gonna say that he's also bald and pretty shiny. So that it's like his shoulders are also huge, bald, shiny, like balls. Yes. And then his head (laughs) is like the third one. And of course, he's got the skinny legs. (laughs) So he's got the skinny legs underneath. He's walking around with his arms behind his back, at the small of his back. And he's just, he's yelling out, one, two, one and two. That's right. Keep it up. Is this, what level of sparring is this? Uh, this is the big I'm gonna, everybody I'm gonna, training, or is this is like you're actually fighting? Uh, so this is in pairs. This is, uh, I'm gonna say, my little bit of professional martial arts knowledge, this is gonna be like to points. So whenever somebody lands a clean hit or gets knocked down or anything like that, mm-hmm. that basically happens and then you reset back to facing each other. So I think uh, Mac would have like a pair of brass knuckles or something that he like snuck in. Mm, okay. Because nice. he decided that all's fair in love and combat. And so, you know, you cheated to win, winners win. Yeah, sure. As I'm, as where I'm sparring, I would slip a hand into my robe and get, try and sleight of hand some brass knuckles out mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. go for a good solid hit and should i make an attack roll uh yeah sure 
Okay. Let's see what happens. Okay. That was a two on the die. Okay. Uh, you roll poorly enough to where you swing out with the knuckles and she, your sparring partner, this woman, she is able to duck to the side. She says, oh, Mac, you're such a bastard. And then she kicks you in the ribs. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, as you as you as you stumble back from from the pain, uh, she says, "My point." Hmm. So, did anybody see? She is the only one that has seen. Everyone else okay. is still fighting each other. I put the brass knuckles back in. I straighten up, and I'm clearly in pain. But I wink, and then I ready myself again. Master Fist is a. Uh, Nearby, he says, Student Machiel, very good. Show your resolve to your opponent. And it's like he totally didn't recognize the Brax Knuckles part. He just saw you take the hit and then stand up. So he's like, good job. <laughs> <laughs> and you okay. see the lady, uh, your opponent, roll her eyes. Yeah, what's her name? I, I would know her. What is Habeka. Habeka. Habeka, that's great. How do you get from this scene to the master <clears throat> being killed? I'm going to rest the camera onto uh, Hugh and I's match. Hugh, why are we even sparring? This is such a waste of time. We should just, like, chill you out. You need to practice the second punch. You put all your effort into the first one, and the second one falls flat. Now let's try it again. One, two. Oh, I can... Ah, fine. One, two. It's... Master Fish shouts do... out. And then two to... And one and two together. Hugh, we can both do the two punches. We've both we've both got it down. You're a grown you're a grown man. And I'm basically a grown man. Like, this is we've put all the effort into this that we need. We either need to just relax and not do any more, or be using our time more efficiently. It, I don't know, hmm. It sounds like you uh haven't mastered the second punch, so maybe we should uh do it a couple more times. It's as Master Fist says, right? If the first punch doesn't succeed, you punch again. Yes, exactly, Hugh. You're learning much. That's all he ever says. I don't I don't even think Master Fist knows anything beyond the two punches. A gasp is heard by the rest of the students. Mm, that's very disrespectful. We're still students. Master Fist turns to you. Hmm. Wait, is that gonna be your name? That wouldn't be your name yet. Humboldt. Humboldt. Great. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Master yeah. Humboldt. I turn to Humboldt and Hugh and I say, you know, I think we gotta, I think we, <laughs> I haven't seen the master do anything really that impressive yet. And I, I agree with you guys. This is maybe not the best technique. Have we ever even seen him fight anybody? I was, Mecca, I was... Have you seen him fight anybody besides us students? Yes, Mac. I've seen him fight plenty of people. And I mean, besides, he is impressive. Look at those arms. I mean, look at him. I, I mean, he only needs the two punches, right? That's That's got to be something. He's only using 20% of his body mass. There's an entire... It's just... It just seems like there could be techniques that use more more efficiently. Mac is right. We've never even seen the master fight. Yeah, where is he? Is he just listening to us talk shit about him? He is currently walking around. So he didn't hear all of this trash talk, but he is here now. M Master Fist, 
my my trust in the second punch is it's wavering, and I f- mm. my, my my fellow students feel the same. Uh, could could we get a demonstration? A demonstration, eh? What would you like to see? Well, to be quite honest, we've only ever seen exercises. Could you show us your style in real combat? We want to see you fight another master from, like, another school. Hmm. I suppose I could arrange something, yes. (sighs) The way that you show that your school is the best school, challenge a master of another school. You only require two punches, right? Kick his ass. Yeah, it'll be fast. Wait, then, <laughs> two then punch. Then all their students will come over here. He, this this is two punch man instead of one punch man. Yes. <laughs> I thought yes. that was the original that was joke. joke. I didn't know. Oh, I just got it. It's so funny. Though. Oh, I totally <laughs> didn't get it. Even though that's embarrassing. I should get that. Okay. Hmm. Yes, I suppose I could use a little bit more publicity. Our numbers have been down, and I do have uh, bills to pay, so to speak. Very well. And now, we're gonna fa- we're gonna have a flash forward in our flashback. So we're gonna flash forward just a little bit. What is the opposing master's name? Master Chunk. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Master Chunk is fine by me. It was a school of second dinner. Way of the... Closed fist? Closed... The way of the closed something? Let's make it way of the closed palm, because that's okay. a joke in itself, because that is a fist. <laughs> it's, it's just another punching school. <laughs> I do like that. Maybe the three of us are, like, innovators. Maybe we really are, like, the Jobs, Bezos, and Musk of the world. We invented martial arts that weren't just punching. <laughs> I'm just going to make it simple, and we're going to keep it here at your school, the two-punch school. And the other master has come to the school by request of Master Fist. Uh, okay. Master Chunk, way of the closed palm, who is like a a big kind of overpowering type of fighting style opponent. In the original school, there is the uh, the sparring ring, but surrounding it is like the, the amphitheater style seating. Uh, you three and Habeka are together seated. Uh, let's say that you're seated pretty high up. Because at least one of you, I'm sure, wants to get a good view of the action. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, I, I definitely absolutely would. Uh, For what it's worth, Master Chunk, I definitely envision, like, the classic Big Bad from a martial arts movie. Yeah. The nameless Big Bad. No, that's... Who's, like, uh, just the huge fucking dude. Yeah, a very yeah. common martial arts enemy is just a really big fat guy that just tanks hits. Does he kind of look like Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin? The one from the Netflix series? I, yeah, that's that's a fair... A fair assessment. Definitely in that realm of, like, you don't really know if they're, like, out of shape or just really big or just, like, secretly full of muscle. Right. (laughs) Secret muscle. You three and Habeka are waiting in the stand for for the Masters to come out and begin the match. Habeka is kind of sitting with her arms crossed to your left, uh, Mac. And then which of you boys wants to be next to Midnight? I'll sit in the center. Yeah. And she says, 
<sighs> I don't know why the master was willing to go through with this. You know that basically all martial arts schools are more about a mental discipline type thing as opposed to actually fighting, right? Yeah, but what's the point in the end if you can't win? I don't know, maybe Hebeka's right. Now that I've sort of calmed down, I feel bad that we goaded the master into this match. Why? I'm sure he'll be fine. Look, I, I was bullied a lot when I was younger, and I came to this school to learn how to defend myself. And I want to know that I'm learning from someone who can defend himself. Machiel, um, did you not do research on the schools before you uh, joined them? Do you think I had much of a choice? Ah, fair point. Yeah, I mean, let's say that since we're in the past, and to simplify a little bit, uh, currently the two-punch school is the only school in Hornvale, at at least. Uh, Scholarships. (laughs) <laughs> scholarships baby I'm an orphan mm, the orphan scholarship I, I'm sorry I uh, forgot besides okay. I, I think this match will go fine I mean it's two masters fighting each other they should know how to hold back we should trust in the master the master knows best I, I certainly hope so it'll be very gratifying especially if he can win to know that we haven't wasted our time and you'll know that the second punch is necessary. I am ex- excited to see the second punch in action. Okay. Now, Machiel, you see yeah. across the, the ring, off into the distance, you see a conversation happening between the traveling master, Master Chunk. He's talking to a woman in a very fancy, nice, regal dress. And he seems pretty intimidated by her, and she is angrily gesturing her hands about and pointing at him and pointing at the ring, and she scoffs and then walks off and takes a seat in one of the bleachers away from you guys. I elbow Humboldt. I'm like, hey, you see that lady over there? Yeah, what? looks like she's talking to Master Chunk. Don't you know anything, Mac? That's the mayor's wife. She always comes and collects the taxes from Master Fist. I don't know why she'd be talking to Master Chunk, though. He's got such a greedy, good-for-nothing mayor. She's dressed nice. I guess that's where our money's going. Does the mayor have something to do with this fight? He's got every finger and every pie in this town, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if he has something to do with it. Master Fist is poised on the side of the arena. And he's not, like, in the ring, ready to fight. This is still, like, everyone's kind of warming up. He is, I won't say meditating, because I don't think he's that kind of master. Right. But he's definitely thinking. He's deep yeah. in thought. Sure. And uh, there is, a, there is a, a very, very old goblin that is kind of, like, bringing him water and, like, giving him a towel. And, like, you know, he's, like, giving him little instructions and orders and stuff. When you so mean like old, do you like mean 11? like, yeah, 11, 20, 30? <laughs> I was going to say like 20, yeah. Because, so, the thing with that's cool about goblins is that they reach adulthood at 10, and they have no confirmed life expectancy because they all die horribly very soon after they reach 10. I'm going to say that they also age that quickly, though. So, this goblin is like 50, you know? Yeah. I'll say that uh, you three have actually seen this goblin around the school before. This is kind of a custodian assistant 
uh, role that the goblin has. It doesn't actually train with the rest of you. And on the other side, you see Master Chunk, who is also preparing. Uh, this is a lot more like friendly. Neither one is really going super hard. It's more about each of them displaying their styles. Right. An exhibition right, right. match. And, yeah, an exhibition match, you know. You know, kind of flex a little bit, show off for everybody else, that kind of thing. Why don't, uh, why don't you all make little perception rolls for me? I got a nat 20. Oh, damn, oh, baby. I got a natural one. I got a 19. Let me tell you what your elf eyes see. Mm-hmm. Even from a distance, you can see beads of sweat dripping off of Master Chunk's huge forehead. He's mm. clearly unnerved by this upcoming match, despite the friendly nature of it. The match begins to applause from the crowd, which has both you, students of Master Fist, the few students that came along with Master Chunk, some people from in town, business owners, um, people who have parents. Their parents are here. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mac. <laughs> Hey, Oof. I know I know how it is. I know I know what the, I know how the world is for me. Right. <laughs> they begin. They approach each other as as the applause continues. Master Chunk firmly plants his feet into the ground and takes this powerful still stance. And Master Fist is quick to make the first move. He jumps forward and comes in with the one punch, with the oh. right arm, right into the chest. The crowd, <gasps> they gasp. And then he comes in with the second punch, also with the chest. And then everyone's like, oh my God. He makes two attack rolls. Yeah, they're pretty good actually. Wow. These are like, he is landing like some clean, like boom, boom. Like, I mean, we described how big his arms are. He has oh the strength, right? Okay. And, and, and is he trying to get his opponent to the ground like is he trying to bring him down is that how you win let's say yeah i think that that's a fair thing uh it's not like i don't think there's going to be like the point system type thing like in a in a competitive match uh but it's also not sumo so i'm not going to say that a ring out counts as like right. anything so let's oh, yeah. say yeah let, let's say that it's more uh kind of an endurance back and forth thing to see if you can knock your opponent down humboldt humboldt will lean over to Hugh and say, my goodness, Hugh, you were right. That second punch really is crucial. <laughs> it's the secret of the style. We must listen to the master. See, he's doing well. I admit, with the force of the first and then the second punch as well, I, I regret doubting him. I'm sure I will be sure to train extra hard as soon as this match is over. As will I. Now, back to the match. As each hit lands on Master Chunk, he tanks the blows. You see him wince just a little bit, but he holds his ground. He returns at Master Fist with a forceful swipe of his whole arm just coming out like a standing clothesline. Let's see. Mm. Boom. Oh, but Master Fist, his his weak, skinny legs, he quickly <laughs> ducks down, letting the weight of his arms lower him easily. Can we can we uh, assist by cheering? Can we bard ourselves up? Yeah, let's do it. Let's yeah. have you let's have you make the help action by rolling a d twenty and telling me what you get. All right, let's see. 
And you can add your charisma. How's a nat one? I got a 16. I got a 15. Okay. Why don't you, why don't each of you just say what you said in relation to how your roles were? I'll go last. Oh yeah, that's it. I'm sorry, I maybe doubted you. Keep it up, Master Fist. Don't forget one and two. Yeah, use those skinny little legs. Hebeka is is just sitting silently, her eyes just perfectly fixed on the fight. Next, Master Fist, after having dodged the swipe of the arm and being below Chunk, comes up with the uppercut of the right arm. But he misses. Chunk, although large, is fast, and he used his spinning momentum to get out of the way of the follow-up attack. But Master Fist has the left. Ooh. And he reaches out. The shortest distance between two points is the straight line from his fist straight forward and lands a blow directly on Master Chunk's chin. And then, Master Fist, you feel that he is spending a key point for his flurry of blows. He, much like Master Hmm in the future, will do his attacks at the same time. He takes advantage of catching Master Chunk off guard and pulls cocks back both arms at the same time. <gasps> oh, this legendary technique. Rebecca stands up and she says, there it is. And then his fists fly forward. Boom. And they both connect on Master Chunk. Right in, right in the ribs, Master Chunk staggers backward. Ugh. And everyone, everyone's like, everyone's cheering. It's crazy. You hear people talk about, like, the two fists at the same time. My God. This is like the Exodia moment. Exactly. <laughs> An, an anime classic. And now, Master Chunk, you see the sweat drip off and drops of it splash onto the sparring ring. He whispers something that only Master Fist appears to hear. Master Fist, his, his grin of success drops to a look of confusion. And Master Chunk reaches for Master Fist, grapples him. Master Fist, losing his balance, not able to stop the force of Master Chunk. And using Chunk's full weight, flings him to the side of the ring. Now, on the side of the ring, surrounding these martial arts schools, is always racks of the various weapons and tools that you have to learn how to use. And Master Fist goes flying towards the armory of swords, axes, and spears. He lands hard on the rack. And you hear, <gasps> gasps, as a tip of a spear is piercing through the front of Master Fist's chest. He reaches for it, holds on to the blade, and then goes limp. Master, <gasps> no! Master, no! The second fist wasn't good enough. That wasn't... This is supposed to be a friendly match. What? Master Chunk! Humboldt is now standing and addressing Master Chunk. Master Chunk, what have you done? Master Chunk 
is is kneeling on the mat, and and he he doesn't react to any of the chaos around him. He just stays there like a stone. You see the mayor's wife off in the distance. She's over by the door of the school. She looks back one last time with a smile on her face, and she walks out as everyone jumps up from their seats and rushes down to the body of Master Fist. Rebecca, she slowly stands up from the, from the bench bleacher next to you three. Doesn't say anything. She turns and she walks off. She doesn't go to the master's body. She goes to the front door of the school. But as she turns to leave, you see tears in her eyes. And she walks away. That sounds like the end of a flashback. That sounds like the end of a flashback. I mean, I was just going to say, right now, instead of flashing all the way forward, you all can each say what you did over the course of the gap. How the events of now you now now that we did the scene where you know exactly what happened at the original school, you can utilize some of those things in your own backstories. I think that this galvanized some of the things that were already percolating in Master Midnight's character about how there's no there's not really such a thing as a fair fight and you should use all the tools at your disposal, all the deception and, and, and dirty tricks if it gets you to win. I think he stayed in Hornvale, and then he set as his goal to have his own school because he thought, well, I can do better, you know. I would not have died like Master Fist. And so turns out he had a pretty good head for marketing, so he was actually uh, fairly successful in building a school. Tommy, what, do you, what, do you, what does Master Hmm, or no, what does Humboldt do over the years to get you back into Hornvale and having your own school. Yeah. After seeing the master die, Humboldt becomes obsessed with as training as hard as possible and doing a ton of stuff. Just every, every style, every way he can possibly get his hands on. So finally, he comes across a monastery that is devoted only to meditation, no martial arts style, but a bunch of great martial artists have come out of it. He learns to be calm and peaceful and the value of Success through inaction. And then he returns to Hornvale to uh, hone that teaching to a fine point and uh, hopefully bring a little bit of a peaceful, pacifistic mindset to the criminal streets. It also goes really well, the pacifism aspect, with the fact that if Master Fist had not created this additional fight for no reason, exactly. he probably wouldn't have died. It's true. Don't go seeking out trouble. And finally... Peter, Master Hugh, how, how did this amazing event shape your school comeuppance? So Hugh totally bought into the two-punch methodology, and seeing it <laughs> fail wrecked him to his core. He decided he needed to find the best style, so he uh, went across the land just watching people, observing them, recording them down through paintings and drawings and then he realized huh he's learning a lot by watching by observing so he continued until he could see the styles break apart in front of him and take what pieces he wanted for his own nice that's pretty good stuff now we do the full flash forward to present day you three stand in 
I'm just going to call it the interrogation room of the School of the Black Moon. A Genesee man, a green assassin tied to the chair. So yeah, I think you all pretty much know what you did. You know, like he told the story, even though, you know. Oh, he, he's told the story. Okay. Yeah. Okay, but that still doesn't explain one other thing, which is that you said you were going to easily all kick our asses, and that's not what happened. So you want to explain that one? Well, I will admit that you have power, but my forces are strong, and they are many. You don't know how many lives you've affected for the worse over all these years since that fateful day. We'll be back. And if I'm not with them... Who are you? I go by Darren, a master of my own style. What style is that? My style? You expect me to reveal? Even its name would give you an edge on top of me. And I won't allow it. If you want to know more about my fighting, then you can let me out of this chair. Untie him. Oh, I absolutely. Morgan, I was waiting to be like. <laughs> oh, I was I waiting not. to be like. Oh, you got. Oh, you you got a real style. Come on, let's see it. Oh wow, I did. I did not expect you guys to let, to just let him out of the chair. This is great. To be on board with that, yes. And I'm gonna say, well, you're currently in my school, Master Darren of the Blank Style. I challenge you to a one-on-one in the training room. Master Hume will cut in at this point. Fellow masters, there's no need for further conflict. Uh, escalating violence will not solve this situation. And there's no need to continue this conversation because I accept your challenge. I'll see you in the gym. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, sorry, I'll put a real one in. Now, let's jump forward two moments before the match begins. We are in the the shadowy room. Uh, Darren is standing on the other side, watching you, Master Midnight, yeah. uh, with his blade drawn, eagerly I'm, awaiting the start of the match. I am wrapping my fists up. Cool. Uh, are you? Are your students here? I'm over there yeah, wrapping. I'm over there wrapping my fists, and I'm like, I'm wrapping my fists. I say, everyone, leave us. Bronco, Ronica, you can stay. And those are my top two students. They, they vanish into a corner. Master Hum will approach Midnight on the mat and say, Master Midnight, I beseech you, don't go through with this fight. Are you worried? It's hard for me not to think of what happened to Master Fist. Don't worry, Master Hum. Somebody has to get revenge for number six. Master Hum will remain silent and walk back to the side of the ring. I stride into the center of the gym and I say, welcome, Master Darren, to the School of the Black Moon. And then as I'm walking, I walk through one of the shafts of light. When I exit it, I vanish. Ooh, you're not even, even going to be visible until the match starts? <laughs> That's pretty sneaky. <laughs> I believe the match has already begun. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Darren, defend yourself. He snickers. Ha! <laughs> So we're gonna play like that, are we? And then he flicks his sword. He does like, you know, like little sword spin. And then he stabs it into the ground and 
a voluminous black darkness cloud springs forth, and it covers up even the beams of light from the outside. And now, everyone is in a true darkness. Shit. Let's roll for initiative. I got a non-natural 20. Then, you get to act first. All right, so this darkness, is this like I can't see through it either? Yes, this is cast darkness, so your eyes do not work. But everything is just at disadvantage. It's not like a full-on, now you can't find him thing. Ah, oh, sweet. Especially because we're in the theater of the mind now. Oh, excellent. And the thing I'm going to lay out ahead of you right now is I'm going to reverse DM you, Morgan, because this is my gym and there are tripwires. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you. So he was in the center when he stabbed the sword. Because you didn't give him a chance to like walk into the ring. So he was actually kind of towards the edge of the ring when he did that. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I the last place I saw him, I am going to rush at him where he, at the place where he was uh, and I and I go for an attack it's going to be with disadvantage right yes okay. you can you can tell where he is just by the sound kind of knowing where he was before but it's still you're still never quite sure so it's disadvantage so yeah i'm going to rush at him and i'm going to like drop to the ground catching myself with my two hands so my body is parallel to the floor, horizontal, and I'm balanced on the two hands, and I'm going to try and kick his legs out from under him. I'm going to spend a key point on Flurry of Blows, so that's four attacks with disadvantage. Uh, the 16. Yeah, that'll be enough to catch him. Natural one. Uh, ooh, another good one. That is a 21, uh, and then a 12. Yeah, that's a little too low, but you do land two of the hits. Why don't you roll damage? Six, 16 total. So, okay, so I'll say that since you landed at least one attack on him and you're trying to trip him, for fun, we can use the fighter, battle master type rules. Let's have it be, what, a strength save normally, I'm pretty sure? Uh, yeah, and I have, it's a 15 to beat is the spell save DC for monk shit. Ooh, he barely makes it. You are able to catch his legs, but it turns out the sword was still stuck into the ground, and he was able to support himself with it and not be knocked down. Oh, okay. I imagine, I, in my head, it's like I did the thing where I just dropped on the, onto the two hands sideways, like kicked his legs out, and when that didn't work, I, I kicked another leg real high to smack him in the face really good from the floor, basically. Now that you've attacked him, he has a general idea of where you are, because you could have moved, but you didn't say you did. So I'm going to say that he is able to find you and make this attack. Also with disadvantage, of course. He pulls his sword out of the ground and swings it with, with a ferocity. You actually hear a whistle from between the two blades in the darkness. Oof. But I also roll in that one. So he basically flails out at you with all his strength and he misses. However, by using the blade to gauge the distance, he is able to do his unarmed strike, and try and trip you back. And it's very hard to hit in the darkness with disadvantage, so that'll be a miss from him. Uh, okay. Once you get close enough to each other, I'm going to say, 
whatever darkness the spell is flavored as, I like to picture it more like a really dark fog cloud. So I'm going to say that once you get really, really close, you can just barely see each other so that you see the blade swing out towards you in the darkness and then the legs sweep from there. But then he takes a step back and then he vanishes into the black. And now it's your turn. Really quick, mm. just to connect Peter and I to the to the, to the scene a oh, little yeah. bit. Master Hugh, do your artist eyes pierce the darkness? Can you see what is happening? No, I cannot see. This has always been the black moon scissor to my paper. I cannot view past their mystical darkness. Good, good one, Peter. Well, through the stones and the floor, I feel the vibrations of their steps. Uh, an image forms. It seems like they're both really flailing. The darkness was a mistake. And this is, of course, right after you two masters speak. Ronica turns to Bronco. Am, am I supposed to be able to see anything right now? And Bronco is like, just just pay attention and just try to follow along. And now, back to you, Master Midnight. I'm going to rush towards him until I... Do I see him? I'll say that you're able to find him because you know this gym area so well. Yeah. Can I step that, to him? Uh, sure. Okay, so I'm going to step to him to where I, can at, where I can see him. And I say, this is my gym. And you got to watch every direction because I... And everywhere. And then I jump backwards into the darkness. So I, I'm like right in front of him. And I just spring backwards, you know, up into like the classic karate kick. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and then I shadow step to right behind him. Ah, okay. Li- like portal style. And yes, just, just literally teleport. Yeah. I just literally teleport to behind him coming at him. And when I do that, I have advantage on my first melee attack that I make, canceling the disadvantage. So I just teleport to behind him, and I am still facing backwards, and I just bring my elbow right back into the back of his head. Roll it. And that is going to be a 16 total to hit. That'll, that'll be enough. Your All cool right. maneuver pays off. Go ahead and All roll right. damage. Six damage. All right. So and then I assume you have follow-up attacks. I do. So I pop him in the back and then I push off of him, spin around, push all that energy into a punch right in his, the middle of his back. This one is with disadvantage, though. 14. Oh, not quite enough to catch him. You were able to land the first hit. But after those first hits, you know, you kind of get a better gauge of where, where your opponent is and you're able to dodge the follow-ups. Got it. I'm going to say I don't move anymore. That's my turn. He stumbles forward away from you after the blow to the back, disappearing once more into the darkness. He yells out, This game of shadows has gone on too long. Prepare for my ultimate attack. And then, Master Midnight, you see nothing. But, Master Hmm and Master Hugh, you see... Darren emerge from the dark cloud towards the edge of the ring and he books it out the door (laughs) oh well uh, run after him (sighs) I gotta get out of here Oh shit, they're coming for me. I have to get back to the school. Next time, on Day Players.
next time on Day Players. I'm ready for your attack. Is everybody still here? He books it out the door. <laughs> we gotta go get him. Master Hugh pulls out his longbow because he's just gonna cash it and throw it back. <laughs> All right, this boomerang arrow. Follow me. You guys know the streets pretty well. From behind you, you are slammed into. So does that mean that you won or did he win? Definitely I won. He runs down the block, approaching a market. Master Hugh, I'll take to the roofs if you take to the streets. Using the banana peels as lubricant. It's like you're laying down on a skateboard and just slide forward on your tummy like a slug. You're both hurtling towards a crest of a hill. I thought you said the Tupac school. <laughs> oh damn, we did kill our master. Oh no! <laughs> Master Chunk would bring like his top students. Sure. He has like he has like his three equivalent of you what you three will be, you know? It's like Yeah. That makes sense. They have they have a a gnome that's a lot older than the others, but looks young. <laughs> and then they have they oh. have uh like a, a human, but he's like drinking a bunch of coffee all the time <laughs> and can't keep its hands still. And then they got, uh, like, a beach bum that's uh, just totally cool about, like, everything all the time. Oh, my Man. God. Oh, my Oh my God. Hold on a second. I just listened to the Mad Jelly bonus pod. Is this, is this Frankie Fast Hands? Or Johnny Fast Hands? Whatever his fucking name was. <laughs> Johnny Fast Hands? Which you guys open that? a chest and there's, like, journals. Oh. And, oh, that's and, oh, oh, yeah. And you're yeah. like, what a what? twist. What a twist! This is what this is the fate that fell. Yeah, it this was all crossover. Maybe, this very well may be Johnny Fast Hands. This is the DPU guys. The, the DPU Day Players yeah. Universe. The DPU. Ah. <laughs> like Isaac Asimov, we will start bringing it all together eventually. Excellent. Okay. What about a three punch school? <laughs> oh, that's a little much. We don't want to get crazy out here. Well, it's 8.45. I'm back. It's probably ungracious of me, but I can only... Whenever Tommy is anything, I, I can only think that it's bullshit reasons. Odds are, it's something avoidable and unimportant. <laughs> I mean, okay. I mostly agree with you, yes. <laughs> it's gonna be like I was kissing my girlfriend, or like I got my food stuck in the microwave. It got big, and I couldn't get it out. On the mic, but he doesn't have his headphones on, so he can't hear what you're saying. Well, that's good. Okay, hold on. I did, uh, give me one second. Yeah, for phrasing. Click, click yeah. your thoughts. Okay. I jump out of the shadows. And I go, "Where's Scarecrow?" <laughs> Thank you, Paxton. <laughs> the reference. Per Okay. Where is he? <laughs> <laughs>